Hello and welcome to All In Motion. I am your host, Jake Harrison, and thank you all for taking the time on this rainy day to tune in. This is episode four, Paying Off Debt, and I'd like to take a minute to say thank you to everyone and everyone on our team. It's been a true blessing for all of our success. We are going into our first 30 days, and like I said, again, just want to thank you all for your support. Our next guest is former military and now works for First Command Financial Services as a financial advisor. Ladies and gentlemen, Garrett Masterson. Garrett, thank you for taking the time to join All in Motion. You're welcome. So we want to know, uh, the title, Paying Off Debt, what does it mean to you? Uh, it means being not tied down to having to, you know, allocate the next portion amount of your money to paying off debt which you could then you could otherwise use elsewhere okay okay cool uh so let's get right into it where are you from uh i am from colorado okay and what brought you to the east coast my wife your wife she didn't like colorado and i didn't like new york city so we compromised and landed on dc does it work for both of you? It's working. Okay, cool. Okay. So what attracted you to become a financial advisor? I like money. And First Command offered me a job, and I took it. So I, from what I understand, that can be a lengthy process. Is that correct? And it can be difficult because right off the bat, you really don't, as a financial advisor, you don't really make a lot of money when you're trying to get those those certifications and those licenses. Is that correct? Uh, that is very correct. I didn't make any money while I was in licensing. Oh my. So if you have a wife, like, I, I mean, obviously, you know, I, I know obviously you had some money saved up, but seriously, for people out there that, you know, want to become a financial advisor, what advice would you give? Like, you want to make sure you have somewhat of a nest egg prior to that? Because it sounded like almost a year before you really got serious and actually you're working, correct? Uh, yeah, so I I started January of 2020 with the licensing, and I didn't start working until September of 2020. Okay. So it took me nine months. And I know you were back and forth from New York. Do you, you, you mind going over? Not that, I mean, it's, it's important that people want to pursue this, uh, this type of career. What type of licenses do you have to get to be a financial advisor? Um, I hold the Series 7. And if you don't mind, not to cut you off, what, what do these people can understand? They have no idea what Series 7. If you Google it, but what do all those series mean, if you don't mind me asking? Series 7 allows you to do like brokerage trades. And, okay. Um, it, it's, that's, that's the overarching. Uh, it's either that or the Series 6. Uh, they let you trade mutual funds and stocks and all things brokerage. Then um, I also have the sixty-five series sixty-five and sixty-six, which those are based on like the laws and regulations that you know hold that a financial advisor or financial uh, stock professional broker. professional has to abide by commodities trader stockbrokers. Not the same, uh, not the same licenses, but similar. Some of them. Um, yeah, so there's a whole. I, mean, I don't even know how many licenses, how many? but similar to what it would be to. Be a financial advisor, a stockbroker, for example, or yeah. a commodities trader. They have to have licenses to do that. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, so I have those, and I also have life and health, so I can be an insurance agent. How important is it to be financially free of debt? Uh, extremely important. 
How do you approach that conversation when you're uh, interviewing or you're, you're first meeting a client uh, and, and discussing debt if that, if that comes up? Um, so depending on, you know, it varies case by case, depending you know, uh, each client, they have a varying level. Some have no debt, some have lots of debt, some with lots of debt, you know, maybe they have low interest rates, some have high interest rates. So, you know, we take a look at all of that and see, we want to make sure you're, we want to take care of the highest interest debt first, because, uh, think about it like this way. If you have a thousand dollars debt on a 20% inter APR credit card, right? Every year you're going to pay $200 of interest on that thousand dollars. If you're only having a minimum payment of $50, you'll never pay off that debt because you're going to pay $50, but you're accruing $200 of interest, right? So it'll just, it'll, just, it'll keep increasing. And if you, and you're keeping using that credit card too, right? So we, we aim to, uh, help people get rid of their high interest debt and that way they can, Eventually, when you become debt free, and you that frees up so much money that you can use to plan for, you know, any of your financial goals that, or plan for retirement, or maybe buy a car that you want to buy, you know, go on a vacation. And there's such a thing as good debt, yes or no? Yeah, this could be some good debt. Um, I personally don't like to have any debt. Um, I've been debt free for a couple of years and it's fantastic uh, because I don't have to worry about paying $200 of my income to, you know, or you know, X amount of money to paying off a certain, you know, car loan or credit cards. Yeah. Sometimes it's inevitable, but we like to, as financial planners and financial advisors, uh, we like to help you. I help our clients uh, accrue like a nice cash cushion that you can use as a buffer to help pay for those short-term emergency needs that come up. Whereas you don't need that, you don't need to use a credit card. You know, we, we we recommend you use a credit card, but you pay off every month. And you don't have a balance standing, so you can gain those benefits of a credit card. But. And we, we kind of talked about it. Is there a maximum amount of debt someone could take on, if that makes sense? Do you ever talk <laughs> about that? Well, I mean, I know they're kind of a crazy, you know. Sky's the limit there. There's no credit card, credit card companies. Will, you get you get credit cards mailed to you. Yeah, I get them all the time. time. I, yeah. get, I get them for anything. Yeah. Will, bankrupt, will bankruptcy erase all of your debt? My personal opinion would be, depending on how much debt you have, it's not the right not the right uh, course of action for you. you know, but if someone who has more debt than they'll ever make, you know, that could be considered an option. Um, actually, I have one client who will remain name nameless, obviously. Um, you know, he's how much in four hundred thousand in debt ish. So we're you know I've I've had a discussion with them, hey, you might want to consider go to talk to a lawyer, seeing what you can do to get out of this. Just because. But he has other money, it sounds like, some other places, though. Because yeah. I've... No? That guy. Well, he, he was involved in fraud. So he was a victim of fraud. So. Oh. So. That's... He, yeah. Very unfortunate for him. 
I know doesn't we're not going to say names, but there's someone I know that re, they restructure and they go file bankruptcy. They have money in other companies, but as I heard them say that it's called re like I think it's they say it's re re reorganize or reconstruction characterize something they have money in other companies but they're basically they're be like reorganizing their their businesses this is people like in entertainment industry and then people in the business world and things of that nature i know i'm just saying just from what i've read and and heard that it basically is like almost like a reset uh and and that those particular businesses that they you know they operate can someone be arrested for having too much debt Tax collectors or debt collectors will come to you, will come mm. after you for your money. That sounds like that gives them something. I don't know if you talk about. It's a little bit like repo when they come and take your car. That kind of falls into the, something like that, yep. right? I feel like there's a lot of debt, personal debt, in this country. Probably, you know, if we look at the rest of the world, you know, I mean, you got people that people that I know. I was talking to somebody recently, and they said for the fact that. Uh, you know, they, they, you know, they, they bought this on really nothing. You know, they got a huge interest rate, 30% on a, uh, you know, a Mercedes or a BMW. I mean, that's crazy. That's insane. But we, we that's a really big problem in this country. I mean, I think we, we have trillions of dollars of debt. Uh, yeah, we do have trillions of dollars of debt, uh, as a country. Um, you know, I wouldn't go so far as to compare us to other countries in terms of, you know, uh, like on a personal level, like you or right, the right, average right. citizen having more debt than another country, uh, another country's citizens. But I would agree that there are a lot of people in this country who do have a lot of debt. Um, I think kind of the, the the drivers behind that are you know, credit cards willingly going out and giving them people not not knowing, understanding fully, you know. It, uh, a lot of young kid, young adults, they go out and get these credit cards, but they don't have, you know, maybe they don't have proper credit score or no credit, right? And those cars, those uh, car dealerships, you know, that Mercedes, thirty percent. Um, when I was a kid, when I was a, a, a kid, when I was eighteen, I got my, I got a car, uh, I got a, I had a seventeen percent interest rate on that. Uh, you know, I didn't know. I was like, I want a car, and so I got a car, and yeah, you know, little what it was a fifteen thousand dollar car, and I was making five hundred dollar monthly payments on that. Yeah, that happens yeah, a lot. It happens a lot, and then see, you know, I so there I was, seventeen years old, uh, in the military. And what was it? I'm sorry. What was the payment? The monthly payment on the car? Five hundred something. But you're breaking. Basically, just made enough money. Just to pay the car. And then nothing else left over to even pay anything. Yeah. So, I mean, I was in the military and I was, uh, I was brand new in the military back then. And, um, they don't teach that in the military, do they? No, they don't. They really, they, uh, they didn't teach that. I mean, they don't really teach that anywhere. They don't teach that in college. They don't teach that. Right. So you kind of, you just have to learn from your parents or from just living, learn the hard way, I guess, sometimes. I learn the hard way. Uh, yeah, so you know that's that's a big problem, right? You know, I'm stuck with. I wanted a car, and I got a you know wasn't a, wasn't a fancy car, it was fifteen thousand uh, dollars, but I have a five hundred dollar payment a month for three years, and I you know back then I was an E three in the military, so I was making what eight hundred dollars a paycheck, 
And so, you know, there goes uh, a third of my salary just just to the car, right? And so I had a thousand, what, eleven hundred bucks left over to for the rest of the month to uh, live off of. To, and that included paying other bills and everything else. So there was many many years that uh, uh, I was living paycheck to paycheck, and because I was stuck with these that high interest debt. So uh, that's why we preach, you know, not having, at least if you're going to have debt, at least, you know, you want to try and get reasonable levels of debt or interest rates um, and avoid those high interest debts. And sometimes that leave, sometimes for most people that means uh, sacrificing, right? I mean, you want this, but in order to get that, you have to have this high interest debt. Well, Sorry, you might have to not get that thing you want until you can afford it. Right? So many, many people don't live by that. A lot of I, a lot of things I see uh, is many people live above their means, and that's the biggest problem. And they they see what they want, and they got to have it regardless of the cost. So, what advice would you give to this generation, or feedback to you know? from what you experienced not to have to experience what you did. Some people are some people young today in social media and you know they don't you know that's all they really know I feel about. I feel like what what uh what 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 would you what, what, what kind of feedback would you give to people young people today or just anyone to not you know go through that experience. Yeah, you'd have to learn how to live within your means, right? You recognize that you make a certain amount of money and prioritize what you need uh, in order to live a normal life, a proper standard of living. You know, and for our, our new clients, well, actually new and existing clients that I have, uh, you know, every meeting we go through a budget analysis, and well, not every meeting, but um, we we go through a budget analysis and see where their budget is. All right, and then like, all right, this is what you need to maintain your current lifestyle. Right. And you know, so recognizing what your your lifestyle expenses are and, you know, then if you have any debt, well, you need to seek ways to eliminate that debt rather, you know, decreasing the interest rate or and if you can't, then you have to you're going to have to sacrifice something from your lifestyle expenses. Right. Right. And uh, I don't know that means less Chipotle or, you know. Less going out, less alcohol. Right. Less, you know, maybe you're going to have to cut yeah, off the internet for a month. That's actually really interesting you bring that. I have, you know, I have you know, all different types of friends, but, you know, I do have, I have one friend in particular and, uh, you know, he came around a lot. You know, I remember we, we had these conversations and going out, you know, traveling to either, you know, Miami or New York. I think you and I spoke about this before. And, you know, you go out to, and even, you know Las Vegas, but you, know, you spend if you're going out and you're going to clubs and, and you're you're renting out hotels in New York City. I mean, you can bet that like a weekend, two or three days, is gonna be an easy thousand to fifteen hundred dollars. I mean, in New York. I mean, if you're if you do drink, you know those drink tabs. I mean, you go out till three four o'clock in the morning. You know, in New York, you can stay out there till five or six o'clock in the morning, and that tab will run you five six hundred dollars. Because you're paying for girls, maybe you're paying for your friends that are with you, and then okay, let, we'll step it up one. We want to get uh, bottle service. You want to get VIP bottle service. 
okay, you know, you, you, you try to negotiate, give you a bottle of champagne, two bottles of, let's say, Ciroc. That's that's a thousand fifteen hundred fifteen hundred depending on what club you're at in either you know Manhattan or Brooklyn. Yeah, you got it, you got it. But then you go back home and you're like, wow, did I? How, well, where did? Well, hold go, on, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, like, so you're at the club, right? And you get that tab, you have thousand bucks, fifteen hundred bucks. We'll just keep it at thousand. Usually so. they split it. People, you know, they but well, whatever. It's fifteen hundred. Fifteen hundred. So all right, so you split it, right? You're at a, with a group of four. Right, okay? right, right, so, right, right, right. right. So, you know, a thousand bucks split among four, that's $250 on your tab, right, that you're paying. Right. Now, uh, what are you going to put that on? In terms of what? How, how are you going to pay for that? You're saying if you don't have it. What are you going to put it on? Well, if you how, have it. How are you going to pay for it? I mean, you're saying if you don't have Oh, you have your credit. You're right. Credit card. Exactly. Right. right? Or, and if you do that, you know, if you do that every weekend, right, right. Four, week, four times a month, right, now you have $1,000 on your credit card. If you don't pay it off on time. And if you don't pay it off... Uh, if you don't pay it off before, you know, when, when the you month can pay, resets. You can, pay, you can pay the minimum, but you're going to have, they're going to put that oh. uh, interest on that. You're oh, right. Yeah. You pay the minimum, sure. But they're going to put. They're your, still going to charge that interest right, on right, the right, balance. Right. Of course. Whatever that balance is. Yeah. And, uh, um, you know, I, I, you know, a client I was working with last week, uh, you know, he, he showed me some of his credit card bills. And. Uh, one of them, he has ten thousand dollars on a credit card and twenty four percent interest rate. Wait, 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 stop! So he, he has ten thousand dollars right now, currently on one credit card. On one credit card. Yeah, that's only a portion of his credit. His, his debt. So, it, but this example. So does he pay any of it off monthly, or is it just a, a reoccurring? Is it like a, what do you call it uh, when the? It's oh, a, he, he it's pays. A, he pays two hundred dollars a month. But he doesn't pay the balance off. He's not paying the balance off. He has a. He has still has a balance of ten thousand. Like if you have ten thousand on your credit card, right? Uh, not we're in October right now, right? So you have ten thousand in October. It roll. November rolls around. You still have ten thousand. Uh, you're going to get charged, and if his, in his case he has a 24% interest rate, uh, he's going to get charged 24% on $10,000. Or well, uh, so it works out a little differently. But his bill was $280. That's the interest applied on that Just amount. The interest was every applied. month. That's every, every month. Right. So when you, what's the conversation you you have with this client? Uh, my conversation with him was we need to get you a debt consolidation loan because. Any, you know, even why can't he settle the balance and they'll take? I mean, it messes your credit up, but because oh, no. I'm not going to get into it, but I know someone that's done that. If he can settle the balance, because you know what they do, they'll take a lesser amount and close the account. But here's the catch: they'll, they'll. <laughs> I know it's funny. <laughs> what they do, they'll settle it for like they'll, they'll, they'll be like, okay, we'll take five thousand, we'll close the account, but. That goes on your credit for seven oh, yeah. years. Oh yeah. But I'm just saying, if he wants to work it all and he wants to pay it, that would be the smart thing to do. Of course. But if he if that continues to keep like if he doesn't pay it down, if, if, he's you're, gonna, if you're able to pay it off instantly, we would 100% recommend that, especially on a 24%. Uh, you know, but in his case, he can't afford to pay ten thousand off right now, right? Which is hence that's why he has all this debt, right? And he has he has more than ten thousand of debt. Uh, so with him, the conversation went, we're going to get you a debt consolidation loan and hope uh, with first with my company, we, you know, we offer debt consolidation. So loans. Break that down if you don't mind a little bit, like the people that don't, don't know what, what that means or how. So a debt consolidation loan is uh, basically, it's, it's, it's still a loan. So it's something you still have to pay off, but it is something with the strategy is that it has a 
uh, lower interest rate. So in our case, in First Command's case, our lowest we have is 6.99%, right? So if you take a 24% interest rate, you still have that. You're still going to pay that ten thousand, but instead of having twenty four percent interest, you only have seven percent interest. Yeah, it's with that like yeah. yeah. I mean, you're you're cutting. You're saving yourself like I don't know forty dollars a month just in payments to pay that pay it off. I, I, I totally beer mathing. I, I, I'm not even beer mathing. I'm just throwing out a number. It could be more than forty dollars. I don't. I, I'd have to go look. Um, yeah, but. The point is, you're going to save yourself money every month just just on interest payments and you know on monthly payments, which right and 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 there will be a you know with your credit card there is no time there's no ending there's no end date there's no light at the end of the tunnel it's whenever you pay it off that's when you pay it off right so you and you keep using the credit card so you're going to keep having that debt that's going to keep growing. But with a tax consolidation loan, right? It's a loan, like a car loan. Eventually, you'll pay it off, and you'll stop paying it. And you, right. And then, and then, once congratulations, now you have ten thousand dollars less debt, and now we can use that uh, three hundred dollars to use of his new loan payment to that you can use to build up your savings account. Uh, there are definitely cases where it doesn't make sense to do it. Even if it has a lower interest rate, you know, maybe they're not saving money. So it's definitely something you have to sit down with someone and yeah, and look at that, see if it's the right fit for you. Because some people, it's not the right fit. There's some people I've, I work with, I'm like, you know, yeah, you have a 15% interest rate, but you're not going to be saving money on a monthly payment. So there's no need to do it because you just need to, you just need to be diligent and knock out that debt. So how how can people better manage their debt? Comes down to self control. Well, yeah, and recognizing you know again, figure out your budget, figure out what that looks like, compare that to how much you make, you know, and if see what that delta is, you know, and if if you're at a negative delta, changes need to be made uh, to to lower your expenditures. Because if you if you keep spending more than you're earning than you're taking in, you're never going to climb out of that hole, and it's just going to get worse and worse. So, uh, living within your means is, is the way to manage your debt. Just- I wanted to get your opinion about about you know uh, what you tell your clients and and your overall opinion as well when it comes to emergency savings plan or emergency savings fund. Yeah, so uh, we actually. In our uh, part of the process that I go through with my clients is make is making sure we build an emergency fund. Um, so we we have a detailed conversation about that. Um, and depending on you know again depending on the client you know what job they have depending on how secure that job is, uh, the less secure the more you want in your emergency fund. The more secure your job is, the little more flexible. So. Uh, the more secure job, we recommend three months of emergency fund. For the less secure job, we recommend six months of an emergency fund. So, and that's based on your lifestyle expenses, as you said. You know, the mortgage, the food, uh, car, car, uh, car problems. Yep. yep. Is there anything else you want to touch on at all? Anything you want to you know push out about paying off debt or anything in particular you want to share before we close it out? I, working with like. 
with my clients that I help, uh, we definitely focus on a very uh, strong, the primary focus, well, not primary, uh, one of the big focus points at the beginning is we look at people's debt, that situation, and see, you know, because depending on what that is, right, that affects how we approach everything else, like investing and, and uh, every other aspect. Because if you have high debt, a lot of debt with high interest rates, you know, I mean, your investments cannot, well, they c- could, no, but no guarantees that you can earn more than your interest rates on your debt. So, you know, if you have a 15% interest, uh, interest rate on a card or on your debt, but your interest in, but your investments are only getting 10% or 8%, right? I mean, you're, you're, you're losing 5%. Right. So... So we focus on getting rid of your debt first, and once we get that taken care of, or, or get it down to a manageable level, then we can focus on the rest. Cool, appreciate it. Uh, so, lastly, how can people reach you? If they want to reach you out for your services, sir. Uh, they can reach me via my email the, at gemasterson at firstcommand.com. and then or my phone number is. Uh, What's my phone number? 571-319-0706. Cool. So, Garrett, thank you so much for stopping by All in Motion Podcast to share your story. It was a pleasure having you on, and we look forward to having you back. To the audience, please be sure to follow All in Motion Podcast on Instagram at All in Motion Podcast, YouTube and Spotify. And if you would like to contact, contact us or have feedback on a specific topic you would like to hear, please email us at allinmotionpodcast, all together, allmotionpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much, Garrett, again, for coming out, and look forward to having you back, sir. Yeah, man, it was a good time.